Welcome ladies and gentlemen, a Mercedes kind of sentiment, luxury and trust in me to honor the free we all should be in. See my son's out burst into yin and yang right and that's me what's up you guys welcome to the tatness podcast we're celebrating a little bit tonight man this one's a little different of a show all right and as many as you may know or may not know today's a very special day no, it's not. yes it is 37 years ago a very special guy came into this world so happy birthday tatness well thank you yeah <laughs> so we're gonna fucking do shots mm-hmm. or a shot yeah because it's been a crazy fucking bit um it's been a weird couple of years three fucking years now mm-hmm and maybe four i don't know i don't know things just snowballed so weird that uh fucking i don't know man i went from living in some shithole basement apartment broke as fuck to you know fucking all of a sudden everybody wants to hear my shit and everybody knows who i am from all different fucking fields Mm -hmm. it's a really weird fucking day and i don't know about you but like for me personally i think birthdays become so like introspective you know what i mean yeah it's just one of those weird times where you just look back at shit and kind of see how far you've come yeah and it's like almost a time for like self-reflection yeah i do it more i think on my birthday than i do on new year's really i think so well i mean your birthday is in january so it's like kind of close but hey each their own i mean I do the same, and my birthday's in November, so... I, I think it's just easier to compare when it's like, oh, at 27, I was fucking still, you know, at that age, you think you know everything, don't know shit, you know what I mean? Fucking, by the time you hit your late 30s, you're kind of figuring it out, mm-hmm. you know? And obviously, I got my shit together, so I think I did some things all right, but... I would think so, too. I think by the time you hit your 40s, you kind of hit your stride where it's like... All right, this is, like, life now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I figured we'd fucking do a shot, man, for all the, you know, let's hope for continued success in the future. And mm-hmm. fucking, you know? And it's like, man, you got seven years on me. Come November 2nd, I'll be 30. Yeah, well, trust me, 30's dope. You're not going to be I, on. You know what? I'm looking forward to it. And it's like, actually, you're only as old as you feel. And I feel great. I don't know about you, but you even said to me earlier, like, you don't feel... 37 not at all you've said you feel better now than you did when you were in your 20s yeah when i was 20 i didn't have the energy i have now and i know people are gonna be like oh that's bullshit no motherfucker it's not bullshit because when i was 20 i was a smoker i wasn't eating as healthy as i am now i was like i just had a really high metabolism so i'd stay thin but i wasn't eating as clean as i am now i wasn't training my ass off and taking care of myself the way i am now so I'm actually fucking stronger by fucking far than I was when I was 20. Mm-hmm. I'm bigger than I was when I was 20. I'm way more muscular. I'm fucking a lot healthier. Mm-hmm. I quit smoking fucking so many years ago. You yeah. know what I mean? That uh, Almost eight now or nine, eight, right? No, eight. And, uh, you know, fucking clean eating and shit all the time. I don't fucking eat sugar. I don't eat fucking bread and things of that nature, man. I keep it clean. I eat my meat and my fucking vegetables and shit. So, you know, I have some drinks once in a while, sure, but, you know, for the most part, nothing like I would have in my 20s. Mm-hmm. So I'm fucking way better now than I was at that age, man. And I'm not even mad. When I was 31, I was in college. I know, a little late to it. And somebody literally argued with me. 
she was like, there's no fucking way you're 31. You're like 27 at the oldest. And I was like, I shit you not, I'm 31. I showed her my license, and she was just like, this is fake. Like, yeah, I have the first ever government-produced fake ID. You know, but I'll take it. Mm -hmm. You know, so, I mean, everyone's like, you don't look 37 at all. So, I'm happy with that. I'll take it. So, I ain't mad at it. Why not? And, hey, everyone, you know what old T-Ness gave himself for his birthday today? A good old gym session. Always. Every fucking year for Mm -hmm. my birthday, I'm in the gym. I don't give a fuck. There's no excuses. There's no days off. No. I love it, you know. I just go harder. Mm-hmm. I make sure my body knows that fucking, you know, I, it, it's not going to change. A fucking number doesn't change things. We still go hard. Absolutely. So, I say we do this shot mm-hmm. of fucking whiskey and uh, for Cheers. fucking future success further continued. Cheers. God Damn, that's good. Ooh. That was nice. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> and I, I always tell motherfuckers, because everyone always wants to go out for dinner and shit on your birthday. And I always tell motherfuckers, you mention that it's my birthday and I will fuck you up. <clears throat> I don't play that shit. And especially now, because mm-hmm. it's like, you get people staring at you that are like, I think that's who I think it is, but I don't know for sure. And it's like... I don't want people saying my name and shit. Like, I'm not antisocial like that if I have supporters or whatever. You know, if I run into people outside of, you know, whatever I'm doing, I, don't, I have no problem with that. And, you know, I'll be cool about it, but I don't like that kind of attention. You know what I mean? I never did. Mm-hmm. And so um, I always tell everybody, don't fucking mention that it's my birthday. <laughs> so, of course, we go out tonight and what did I do? <laughs> You trolled the waitress. Absolutely. And like I was there and you're like, don't you open your mouth. Not a word was spoken. The whole time. The whole time. Because it's fucking Montana's. And if anyone's gone there, they know what they do with that fucking stupid helmet and bullshit. There was three victims over there last night. Fuck, dude. Tonight. There was three motherfuckers that were subject to that shit because it's their birthday too. And I was like, what is with this day? Because yesterday, on the 20th, was my son's birthday, turned 18, makes me feel old. And then today, my older cousin, uh, who's three years older than me, turned 40, and she had three years of a birthday to herself, and then I stole her thunder and said, that's enough of that out of you, and I fucking was born three years later, so our birthday's the exact same day. Three years apart. So, you know, and then there's the three people in the fucking restaurant, and I'm thinking, motherfucker, (laughs) there's no way this is happening to me. So, finish my food and everything else, settle up, get ready to go, and I grab the crayon, and I start writing on the fucking paper on the table. Today was my birthday, too, but I ain't telling y'all that. 37's too old for helmets. (laughs) I fucking... I put a plate over it to cover it so when they remove it, they'll see that and they'll be like, that son of a bitch got away. (laughs) Yeah, and you're already out the door in the car. Long gone. I'm fucking dusted. (laughs) You know how much I wanted to shout back into the restaurant, it was his birthday! Motherfuckers, I ain't having it. I'm well, slick. <laughs> well, hey, the only, so, I mean, he laugh here at me. I always wanted to get that whole treatment. And every time I did, it would be crap. It'd be half-assed or nothing special at all. And I got all disappointed and shit. It's weird, dude. Like, I, I don't know. For me, it's like, it's another day. Mm. You, you know what I mean? Um, I mean, it's cool. People want to celebrate that shit and whatever. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not against that. 
it's just like I, I don't know why people sometimes people get in their heads that like that they reached a new age and all of a sudden they literally feel it that day mm. like as if they fucking just aged a decade and i'm like it's a fucking day it's a number mm-hmm. it's in your head and you're letting it fucking just get out of control i i never felt any different you know no you literally woke up and you're like oh okay and just yeah i do my thing like i contact you i contact fucking whoever and i'm just like whatever you know it's another fucking day and i'm gonna go to the gym Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know uh you know i got messages from all sorts of people and things like that i do appreciate it Mm -hmm. um and i've gotten some weird fucking messages too that i was like really wow (laughs) like what a day like you know you pick any day but don't you hate when people use the excuse for your birthday to contact you like i've had just happened in the past but it was just a gateway for conversation but today you had some person try and ask you for a favor, like legit, hey, happy birthday. Oh, by the way, can you do this for me? No, from what my understanding, the happy birthday came after the fact. Oh, well, shit. Right? And I'm like, that... They couldn't even have the nerve to say it first? It's like, wow. Like, I don't know if I should commend you for pretending to give a fuck that it's my birthday. Um, but seems like, in everyone's opinion, it was somebody trying to use my birthday as a fucking conversation starter to ask for a favor. And it's like, really? That's fucking smooth. That's classy. Mm -hmm. Thanks a lot. You know, I don't even fucking know you. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, thanks, but no thanks. It's like, good lord, you couldn't even use Facebook reminder to help you remember. Like, if I'm out, okay, and a supporter of mine, if a fan of my shit sees me... And it's like, hey, you know, fucking, I don't care if it's my birthday, if I'm fucking fans, like, can I get a picture with you or something? Or, you know, can I talk to you for a second, you know, because I fucking know who you are. I have no problem with that. That's okay. Mm-hmm. That's totally fine. I'm more than happy to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Me being me, if those other people didn't leave first, I would have been like, which one of y'all's birthday is it? And if they told me, I'd be like, what's up, birthday twin? <laughs> and meet them. You know what I mean? I have no problem with mm-hmm. that. That's who I am. I'm a fucking lively mm-hmm. motherfucker like that. But for someone I don't even know to just be like, hey, there's something you could do to benefit my shit. Yeah, just, I don't know. It seems tacky to me, you know? Yeah, very tasteless. I mean, you told me about it and I was like, really? I was disgusted to say the least. Yeah, almost. It's like, you don't even support my shit. You know what I mean? You don't listen to my shit. You don't care. You just fucking see that I'm known and there's something I can do for you. And, like, really? Uh, It's disheartening in a way, I guess. I don't know. I just feel like it wasn't the move, but, you know, to each their own, I suppose. Yeah, it is what it is. But the funny thing is, like, you know, when you go out for your birthday to restaurants and that... You ever notice some places give you really sweet deals if it's your birthday? Other places be like, oh, yeah, screw you. We're not even giving you a cupcake. Right, we're just going to humiliate you. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, Montana, so just give you a helmet. They don't even give you a fucking cupcake. We're just going to abuse you. (laughs) You wear this nasty helmet everyone else has worn. Ew, yeah, I'm not about it. And I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) I slip out of there. (laughs) I mean, there was this one uh, Chinese buffet place, so, you know, where we were both living at one point, same city. Yeah. They actually did a good deal. Like, I think it, I don't think it was free, but whoever's birthday it was, it got 50% off their buffet That's deal. cool. But you had to show ID. I'm like, you know what? That's a great market. Oh, like, yeah, because otherwise it's like everybody's fucking birthday every Well, of day. course, they would 
lose money in that, but it had to be on the day of before or after. And a couple of my friends always did that because then it's like, you know, Give you, incentive. Gives you, yeah, it gives you a reason to go out. Yeah. You can justify going out a little more, mm-hmm. you know. You don't feel like you're spoiling yourself or whatever if you're saving 50%. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know people, some people fucking have to worry about that kind of thing. So I get it, you know. I used to be one of those people where I couldn't justify going out. I couldn't afford it. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, you know, and then MMA comes along, and it's like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's out the window. And you know what? Like, when you go out, you don't always have to make the most extravagant dinner. No, that. I mean, it's nice to not have to worry about the price of shit, but, mm-hmm. you know, I, I know not everyone's in that boat, so... You know, I get it. Mm-hmm. I haven't forgotten what that's like. To, oh, of course. You know, to, to fucking live, you know, scarcely and not have much. But, um, I, it, like I said, you know, birthdays really make me look back and be like, fuck, dude. I am somebody that, for all intents and purposes, probably should not be here today talking to y'all right now. And I say that coming from a place of, like, for those that don't know my history... It's just day one, life fucking really was stacked against me. Um, you know what I mean? No mother fucking, my old man was not really there when he was. It wasn't, you know, usually a positive experience, let's say that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just kind of with the way my life started out and the way I went through all this shit, it became in most people's view like a foregone conclusion that I was never going to be shit. And that was understandable because, you know, all things considered. And I was like, fuck that. Mm-hmm. Once I figure out what it is I'm meant to do, fuck all of you. I'm going to shove it down your throat. I don't need your sympathy. And I don't need you making excuses for me. And then it was, you know, a lot of fuck you. You ain't ever going to do shit. You ain't nothing. You ain't going to be nothing. Blah, 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 blah. And then I became more successful than any one of those motherfuckers that ever said that shit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I survived being homeless at 15, being on the streets. I survived fucking, you know, starvation a lot of times. Survived a lot of shit. Uh, even fucking being in a dark place, depression-wise. Fucking alcohol addiction back in the day when I was younger. And fucking, you know, suicide attempts and things of that nature. And it's like, I'm fucking now here. And I have, like... People saying I saved their fucking life with a video that I did about suicide where I was really open about it and fucking, you know, it it just blows my mind that uh, I was you, you know what I mean? And now you're saying that I saved your fucking life. That's crazy. Absolutely. So, you know, and then become successful and fucking everyone knows my name and shit and my show's heard all over the world and this is just an outlet for me to fucking, you know, I'm an opinionated motherfucker so I just use it. To kind of say what I need to say. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not like my bread and butter, man. You know what I mean? I did all this other crazy shit, and that's how I made my fucking name out there. And this is just one of those things. You know, now that you know me, you know, why not fucking... But I never expected this. You know, I had less than 30 shows recorded, and hundreds of thousands of listeners in fucking parts of the world I haven't even seen yet. It's crazy. So... If you look back and then you look at, like, you young and make mistakes and do some stupid shit and blah, blah, blah. And now look where you're at, where you're giving people advice on their health and their lives and how to not give up on yourself and feel like life's fucking hand that's dealt to you is, you know, the difference maker. It's how you play the cards that are dealt to you, man. Mm -hmm. And, you know what I mean? To be able to do, like, fucking even... uh, 
public speaking at, at schools and shit like that. And it was crazy to do, you know, and be like, I'm a high school dropout and I am fucking successful. You know, you know who I am. And I never finished high school, but I went to college. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I fucking enlisted with the military. I fucking owned businesses. And here I am now doing what you know me to do. And you can fucking overcome shit just the same. So to think that I came from such a fucking, like, almost certain in most people's mind, uh, fucking foregone conclusion that I was never going to amount to shit. And here I am now. I don't see their names all over the internet. I don't fucking, you know, see them with their own platforms or, you know, any kind of success to be heard of. And, you know, it's like, it blows my mind that I did it. I fucking was so driven, I guess, by wanting to shove that down their throats, make them eat their words, Mm -hmm. that, you know, I fucking never let anything stop me, you know? And, uh... It's just crazy to look back at it all and be like, man, I was an idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did a lot of dumb shit. Oh, my shit. gosh, yeah. I did so much dumb shit as a younger cat. Mm. And there's still fucking people out there that hold things against me from when I was a kid still. Oh, really? I'm not, I wasn't a fucking adult then. I was a fucking kid mm-hmm. trying to figure his life out and trying to fucking be an adult at the same time. And that just doesn't, doesn't ever work, does it? No. You know what I mean? Now... I'm one of the more charitable motherfuckers, you know, that has ever made anything of themselves, always trying to help people, whether it's financially or fucking, you know, like just talking to people and trying to, you know, steer them in the right fucking direction, get them off their addictions, get them fucking out of the mindset that because they fucked up in school that they can't be something mm-hmm. or that, you know, because they're going through tough times that that's going to define them. Fuck that, you know, like I'm doing all this shit. For these people. And it's like, just a few years back, I never would have been in the position to fucking be advising anybody on anything. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean... I was a kid. I think that goes for all of us, you know? When we're younger, we do stupid things. And maybe we say things or do things that, you know, it seemed right at the time. But when you get older, you're like, oh. But, like you said, when people still harp on it and that it's like come on i right. was how no, old nobody I thinking and, and it's so funny that people that know your your life that you came from don't even consider that instead of fucking dealing with things the way you should have been maybe you were fucking still trying to deal with the traumas you had gone through Mm -hmm. and you know trying to figure out the best way to deal with that and of course you're going to find all the worst ways first you know that's part of growing up Mm -hmm. that's part of fucking life you know what i'm saying absolutely so you're gonna go through that and you're gonna fucking stumble and you're gonna make a lot of mistakes and you're gonna fucking but what you know, the mistakes you make aren't what define who you are. It's what you learn from them and what you take from them and the fact that you improve. If you don't try to be better, you're a piece of shit. Absolutely. <laughs> because you chose that. You it's, know what I'm saying? Yes, exactly. But if you're trying to improve, then your mistakes are fucking going to happen. Mm-hmm. There's nobody that got great in life without fucking up a whole bunch first. Well, yeah. I mean, nobody's perfect. And if you went through life never making a mistake, how the hell are you going to learn anything? This is why I always tell people, like, stop being a know-it-all motherfucker. You know what I mean? Because here's the secret to fucking life. 
Never fucking be the smartest person in the room. Because if you are, you have absolutely nothing to fucking gain from that situation. You have no way of learning anything new. The idea is to be surrounded by people smarter and more experienced than you. Mm -hmm. So you might learn something. So I always make sure I'm the least educated motherfucker (laughs) if I can help it. And I like to surround myself with people that are even more successful than I've ever been. And, you know, then I can learn how to to take my shit to the next level. And how to be just better overall. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's just like if you're the smartest person in the room, the only thing that that benefits as far as you go is your ego. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And for some people, that's good enough. They get off on that. But it's the people around you that are benefiting and you have nothing to gain, but you get your ego stroked. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think it's better to be surrounded by people much more intelligent than yourself that have learned from more experiences than you've had. So then you can take bits and pieces from that information and better yourself as well. You know what I mean? Yes, Absolutely. you're going to learn from your own mistakes and your own experiences. But if you can pick up some knowledge along the way... It's a game changer, man. Oh, my gosh. Yes, absolutely. You know, you can't put a price tag on knowledge. And I remember my dad saying this to me. You should try and learn something new every day. And you know what? He's absolutely right. Absolutely. And I always fucking research things and try to learn more. Mm -hmm. And I also always tell people, do something that sucks every day. Callous your mind. Because then, no matter what happens, when life throws some hard shit at you, you're fucking already prepared. Mm -hmm. You didn't make a life of trying to find the most comfortable way to handle everything. Because life is never going to stop hitting you with some hard shit. No, it's not. You know what I'm saying? So, I say do something that sucks every day because it builds character. That's really good advice, actually. Do something that other people would not volunteer to do. Even if it's something like get the fuck out of bed at 5 a.m. even though you didn't go to bed till like midnight. You know what I'm saying? So you can get that jump start on the shit you know you have to do anyway. And yeah, it sucks. It's easier to stay in that nice comfortable bed because you're still tired. Mm-hmm. But you forced yourself to do the hard thing. And it's just those simple little once a day do something that sucks. Push yourself to run a little further than you normally do. Lift a little heavier than you normally do. Do a few more reps, a few more sets, whatever. It builds fucking character. Absolutely. You should always just try to strive to be better than you were yesterday. I lived on the fucking street at 15 in the middle of winter. So, believe me, every day sucked. But I I learned that I could survive things I never thought I could. Mm Mm-hmm. So when shit gets fucking, you know, hard down the road from then, I, I survived. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the most comfortable situation, but I managed. And then it made me appreciate becoming successful so much more because I live every day like fucking I could have it all taken from me. I could all of a sudden wake up one day and nobody gives a fuck who I am anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or I end up fucking waking up one day and... I have nowhere to live because mm-hmm. everything just went fucking tits up or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And never once would I think, man, if I didn't help all those people, I would still have money now. Fuck that. No. You know what I'm saying? I do what I think is the right thing to do. And I fucking 
I make sure that I do something that sucks every day. Mm -hmm. So I never forget where I came from. It, I think it just keeps you really humbled. And it makes you just appreciate everything you have in life and not take things for granted. I think that's the worst thing people could do is take things for granted because nothing is promised to you. I mean, hell, any one of us can wake up tomorrow and lose the ability to use our legs or our arms. Like, it's scary, but it's true. So, like, just be thankful for the small things in life. You know, anything, really. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't really care about material shit. Mm -hmm. I have a plenty fucking ton of it, I guess, you know. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I, I just, it's not important to me at all. Mm -hmm. I, I never hesitate to help somebody that truly needs it. But I also have to draw a line when people are taking advantage and think because they know who I am as a person, because they knew me before I became fucking where I'm at now, it's like, you think all of a sudden I owe you something, but when I had nothing, I couldn't get fucking 10 minutes of your time because I wasn't deserving. But now you want to ask me for shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I have to have self-respect. Absolutely. And it's pretty sad how material items can totally change people's perspectives of others. And then they'll say, you're the one that changed. <laughs> You're fucking right I had changed because I had to become protective of myself. And open your eyes. I had to be aware of the things that I didn't want to acknowledge. And let's be honest, I would rather put every fucking dime of that money towards a complete stranger that hasn't eaten today rather than fucking put it in your hands because you think because I knew you back in the day I owe you something. Yeah, that's just not cool. I really... I don't get it. I really don't. Like, I... Why would you want to just use someone like that? Especially if you have history with them. It's, you know, it seems to be the worst enemy for people. Like, oh, I'm your family or I've known you since day one. So I'm entitled to a cut of the... Yeah, nobody no. thinks about how they treated you as family or day one. If you're talking about family, then 90 fucking percent of them, all they ever did was talk shit. Mm-hmm. And never had any educated shit to talk because they weren't even involved in my life to fucking know anything. They just, oh, a bitter ex said something negative about you. It must be gospel. It's got to be true. So we're going to jump on that now and you're a piece of shit because they said that you weren't a nice person. <laughs> you know, well, like, you're a fucking idiot. Why the hell are they taking the side of them? Like, frankly, like... Shouldn't you be kind of on your family member side more? That's just my opinion. One would think, but not in my bloodline. Mm. So, hence why you'll hear me say I have nothing to fucking do with, like, 90%, if not more. Mm. Because, fuck them. That's why. Is what it is, right? So, you know, they're the ones that also fucking always said I would never be shit. Oh, that's so hurtful. Not, not for me. Well, just... That was motivational. True, but I'm just saying as a blank statement, that's one of the worst things you could say to someone. There was nothing more I wanted to see than the look on their narcissistic fucking faces when they had to eat their words because I did more than they ever fucking have. <laughs> you know what? It, it is a great feeling, isn't it? I mean... I get off on it. Well, I have to say, you know what? I have two in my life. Like, I went through my life being told by my instructors and teachers that I was stupid, I wouldn't amount to anything, and my I would never reach my career aspirations. I was told to give up, to quit, that it wasn't for me. So, But that just motivated me to push harder, and I graduated from my program with high honors, and I work in my desired field, and I'm really well-respected, and I love what I do. 
Absolutely. And like I said. So you get it. I do. So it's hit or miss. But, you know, you always hope that it would be the driving force for someone to push themselves to achieve greatness. I think that's why we always get along is because we kind of both had that, you know, mentality of understanding what, you know, there's two ways to deal with being told that you ain't shit and that you will never be shit. And that is, you could buy in, you could own that and fucking live it and use that as your excuse. Well, I never had any support. Or you could say, fuck you, you're wrong, fuck you, I'm right, and you'll fucking see. And then you're going to go and you're going to fucking take over the world. I, absolutely. And it's like, you know, if even if it was just from, like, you know, figures of authority, like you said, instructors or, you know, family members, parental figures, whatnot. But when you're, like, friends, so-called friends or your co-workers or students, when they talk down to you. Condescending as shit. Yes, I had that so bad. I'm sure a lot of people have, too. I, I personally, I was a bit of an outcast in high school. There's... In high school, there's only really two people I bother with, if not just the one. I've known her since elementary school. God love her. But, you know, you go into school, like, in the same school. I went to the same schools. And you think your classmates are your friends and that. And then they talk to you like you're dumb as a box of rocks. Like, just very condescending and put you down like, oh, that's nice. Kind of like, but I do this and that. But you know what? I kind of did little, you know, check-ins and that. And I think, I'm not trying to brag, but I think I did pretty damn good. I think maybe better than some of them last time I checked. Well, that's the thing, right? And and again, here's the thing. Here's why I stay as healthy as I do. People think there's no way I'm 37. I don't get stressed out about dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, in comparison to those same fucking people that had nothing positive to say about me now that i'm where i'm at especially i think it burns their ass because now the shit talking has started fucking even more but i have nothing to do with any of them and i don't even get mad about it i don't care if anything i laugh and i'm like that sucks i couldn't imagine being so fucking miserable like i said like i said to you earlier fucking life is 10 percent what's thrown at you and 90 percent how you handle it absolutely and i choose to laugh at that bullshit and just be like well that sucks i couldn't imagine being so miserable that somebody that i you know have nothing to do with fucking upsets me so much because they're off doing their own thing and they're not giving me the attention i so desperately i feel i deserve and that i need so desperately and so maybe if i say more negative shit they'll come back and say something don't hold your breath because I really don't care. Like, it's funny to me, if anything. It's sad. Well, it is because it's like that person spent all that time and energy in their day. And, you know, time is valuable in that. We can't get it back. They spent all that time and energy just thinking and about you and, and all that. And in it. Yes, and making themselves miserable for no real reason. And then, you know, they came from all these good family homes and all this shit where they had none of the odds against them. They had all the support in the world if they wanted to do things and fucking, I'll watch your kids for you. I'll do this. I'll fucking do that. Whatever you need. You need money. You need this. You need that. 
You know what I'm saying? When I was 15, I was told when you turn 16, don't bother getting your license because you ain't driving my fucking car. And there's no college fund for your ass because you're just going to fuck it up and drop out anyway. And all this other shit. I had no support whatsoever. And I did all those things on my damn own after leaving home. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't fucking make excuses. So I guess in hindsight, and then I go and become successful, and more so than fucking anything they've ever done. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of like they look back at it and be like, well, majority of my life is fucking now wasted. And what have I done? And the one that we said would never do shit is here now all over the fucking internet. Every time we turn around, we're hearing about him. We're seeing links to his shit. We're fucking, you know, and it burns their ass because I'm not feeding into that attention-seeking bullshit your negative comments and things of that nature that you say to people that fucking once knew me that you think's gonna get back to me even when it does i could care less it doesn't bother me no i don't even react to it you know what i mean i'll address it on the show because it's funny to me because it's conversation starter why that's the only reason i talk about it on my show is because other people could relate exactly and it just shows how petty it is really i could care less but i'm saying Listeners probably can relate. Mm -hmm. In some facet in their life, there's a detractor that wants to put them down and say this, that, and the other thing. And they have that choice. Do I feed into the negativity or do I just fucking leave it alone and live my life and continue to enjoy life? And I enjoy fucking every day. I have a blast every fucking day. You know what I'm saying? I'm not one of those people that's pissed off every day. Wakes up and, you know, fuck this. Because fuck that. I fucking know how my life used to be. And I have no reason to complain now. So, you know what I mean? The fact that fucking I could wake up, check my numbers, and see that there's people in countries I've never been to religiously listening to my fucking show because they give a shit what I have to say, that blows my mind, man. That humbles the fuck out of me. And I'm like, wow, that means so much. You know, what do I have to be mad about? Nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like... Because some idiot that fucking never was a part of my life still talks shit like they know everything? How, why should that bother me? That doesn't fucking bother me. That makes them look pathetic. It does. It's like, you still are on that? How many years has it been? Like, time to move on. You don't fucking know anything about the person I am today because you've had nothing to do with me and vice versa for fucking how many years, but you still want to talk like you're an expert. That just makes you look fucking stupid. Like, why should I be pissed about that? That just fucking cracks me up. Well, that's the thing, too. You can't feed into the negativity and no. give these people the time of day. Don't feed the trolls. Exactly. You know what I mean? And I just... So I look back at, you know, what I would have done at a different age, and I would have fed into that something fierce. I would have cussed them the fuck out. I would have fucking, you know, just really let them have it. And now I just laugh and I shake my head. I'm like, how sad, how fucking sad, you know? Mm -hmm. And I can look back at where I've come from and who I am today. And I don't really, you know, give myself any credit. That's not the way I'm, you know, hardwired. But the people closest to me say, you've come so fucking far because you're always open about the mistakes you made as a younger cat and things of that nature and all the shit you've gone through that, Really, you know, you could have been a fucking terrible person, you know, because of it all. But, 
here you are helping people all the time and you know you're fucking straight up and to the point with people you're always trying to improve and things like that Mm -hmm. you're always trying to help people and do charitable shit they're like yo fucking you've come a long way and i'm proud of who you are Mm -hmm. that makes me happy man if the people that i love the most can say they're proud of who i the fucking am then what do i care about people that have never actually been an active part of my life you see me on rare occasion you think you know shit come on yeah clearly they don't they so why would that opinion mean shit to me when it's not an educated opinion it doesn't so. i remember something you did when you're fucking 18 you piece of shit okay wow. i'm 30 fucking seven and you can research me now motherfucker and you'll see what i've done and it's all positive so you want to hold on to that bullshit that you heard from some bitter ass ex of mine that i did this at 18 or whatever that's cool my god it's just like just move on people read a book or something yeah <laughs> like, get a hobby for crying out loud go collect stamps or something i don't know jesus apps on phones like fuck dude like holy shit oh it's just so unhealthy it's so weird to me it is it's like okay you're still salty that's nice yeah it's like borderline obsessive it's like that holding that bullshit in affects you, not the person that you're holding the grudge against. It doesn't work that way. No. Physically speaking, that grudge is like a cancer in your system because of the negativity that it creates and the energy that it creates mm-hmm. and all the stress that it puts on your body and eats at you every time you hear that person's name. And it does absolutely nothing to me. Mm-hmm. So what's the point? There is no point, really. It's I guess the bottom line is, you know, don't hold on to the past and harp over things that are so minuscule. You Especially know? when the only fucking information you have is from some bitter-ass ex. Like, it's so unheard of that an ex is salty because shit didn't work out. Mm-hmm. I bet you not one ever fucking told you their fucking faults in the relationship, though, because why would they? No, it doesn't work that way. It's always always, the other person's fault. Right, they're always the saint, and the other person's always the scumbag. It's just how it has to be, right? Yeah. Unless, of course, it's a mature situation where people just say, okay, sometimes things don't work. We didn't click, the situation wasn't right, whatever, but... Do you ever notice it's usually the women that always paint the men to look like the bad guys? I'm not even getting into that. That's a whole can of worms. <laughs> let's not go into that, I'm okay? I'm not touching that. Yeah, let's let's stay far away That's from that. another fucking argument. For another day. That <laughs> could go on and on. <laughs> and, uh, you know, when I tried to own any fault, because I was still going through some shit, and I told my son's mom before he passed that you know i really um had to apologize to her for being a shitty fucking fiance because i felt like i let her down and she said to me flat out and i have it in writing still because it meant so much to me Mm -hmm. you weren't a shitty anything sometimes things just don't work out and i that meant so much to me and she's like and you're a damn good provider because i never expected to get all these things from you that you've sent me to help me with the hospital stays and things like that, to keep my mind off things. And she's like, it really means a lot. And I never would have asked you for anything like that. And you just felt the need to provide it. And you've provided for him. 
So, you know, and I had that in writing and it meant so much to me. And it I'm like, still does. and yet there's still morons that would be like, oh, they have bad blood and fucking he's such a piece of shit. Blah, wow. blah, blah, blah. Because it fits their fucking agenda. And they're trying to get attention. And they want to feel justified in their hatred and their grudge. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, I will never understand why somebody feels the need to create a problem and a beef that's not there and take sides in something that is none of their fucking business just so they can create some more reasons to be negative. I don't get it. I don't understand that, honestly. I really don't either, myself. Like, this has nothing to fucking do with me. This is absolutely none of my fucking business. I need to step in here with an opinion and be like, oh and be like fuck you because of this and because of that. Okay, if I released all the fucking shit that I have in writing, your opinions would be out the fucking window, and you'd look like a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. That never should have stuck your nose where it doesn't belong. Yep. So, go fuck yourselves. Exactly, <laughs> and it's like, you're not that type of person. You don't hold grudges, or just dwell over pettiness, or want to do minuscule things like that. No, and I take responsibility for my faults. I don't fucking say, oh, we've never had bad times, and I never fucking, you know, made the wrong decisions and said something I shouldn't have, or whatever the fuck, because that's bullshit. Mm -hmm. We both always have. That's what happens. When you love somebody and you're passionate about, you know, your relationship, you're going to fight sometimes. Mm -hmm. Y'all are going to be dicks to each other sometimes. Well, I think it's natural. It's normal. You need a ba- that balance in anything in life. Yeah, if people don't fight, someone's full of shit. Exactly. Like, nothing's ever completely picturesque and perfect. No. And if it is, there's something wrong here. And like you said, the one person's full of shit. Or both of you. Yep, it's just a matter of who. Who wants to come clean. Exactly. So, you know what I mean? But how that becomes everyone else's fucking business. Mm-hmm. And then they have to, like, blow it up into something bigger than it ever was. And fabricate shit. Just to try to paint you into a fucking picture. But, you know, if people were to ask, well, how much involvement do you have in that person's life? Because I've seen that motherfucker every day, and I know that what you're saying is bullshit. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, they'd shut the fuck up because they have never been in my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. You never come for fucking no visitation. You never fucking visit my house. I've lived in so many places these motherfuckers have never stepped foot in. But all of a sudden, you're an expert on my life? (laughs) Fuck out of here. Oh, my gosh. It's bitterness. It's stupidity. It is. And just wishful thinking of, you know, stuff they want to have that they can't. I'll tell one person I'm dating that, hey, if we ever split, and it's kind of an ongoing joke. If we ever split and you have something negative to say about me because you're mad because it didn't work out... Just run to my relatives because they'll kiss your fucking ass. Oh, my gosh. And and it seemed like that's what people do. Mm. (laughs) Oh, dear. That's a shitty ongoing theme you got there. I don't give a fuck. I have nothing to do with them. (laughs) They can start a fucking, you know, fuck him fan club. I don't care. Oh, my gosh. Well, hey. How's that affecting my life? It's not, but, you know, at least it's kind of an ongoing running joke here, so. Am I or am I not a pretty fucking happy person? You are. Oh, yes, you are. I mean considering i mean everyone has their down days even you know you say about myself that you never see me mad or down or when you have it's like rare it's stupid it's like that's mad to you (laughs) (laughs) i'll be like you know i'm sorry i'm pissy or whatever and you're like 
I'm like, really? I, I need a better best friend because <laughs> I need someone on my level of rage. Yeah. Uh, but no, nah, I don't get pissed off too much. No. What, what I do, I can get pissed when it's something really worth getting pissed about. Mm-hmm. But I don't dwell in it. I, mean, I don't live there. I just get it out of my system and I move the fuck on. And that's the best way to be. You know, so, I mean, that's why people are like, oh, you don't look 37, because I don't fucking treat everything like it's the end of the world. And you know what? When you do stress about that and act like everything, like you said, is the end of the world, that shit stresses you. And I don't bottle shit. If I'm thinking about my son and it really hits me hard, I'm going to fucking have my moment where I have a breakdown and I fucking let it out. And express yourself. I get it off my chest and I fucking move forward and Mm -hmm. I fucking try to remember in a positive way. You know what I mean? And and fucking, I don't dwell on things. I don't stew in things. I don't bottle things. And I don't hold grudges because I could care less. Mm-hmm. I'd rather just not think about those people and just be like, oh, talking shit about me again? That's cool. Well, That's a shame. I know. Well, screw you guys. I got this. Like, like I don't, it's, a, it'll, it's a vicious cycle. It'll never end. I don't care. Like, I just laugh. And I'm like, That's fucking sad. After all these years, they're still talking shit. Okay. That's fucking funny. You know? Nothing new here. I guess because they're not relevant and fucking my name's like, you know, all over the fucking place. If you look for it, it it is what it is. You're going to fucking try to say some new shit to discredit me or whatever. Who cares? What have you done with your life? You know what I mean? Everything you have, someone else paid for at the end of the day. So you can tell yourself otherwise, but... uh, we know the truth. Mm-hmm. You can tell all your little followers, too, whatever the fuck you want, all the X's and shit, but you and I know what's really going on. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, why bullshit? Exactly. But so, I mean, who cares? Exactly. And it's like, you know, people just want to live in these idealistic fantasy worlds on social media. Oh, yeah. And it's all bitterness. It just makes you look like a miserable cunt. <laughs> it does. Or and people just shake their heads or are like, oh, here's my entertainment for today. <laughs> <laughs> and let's face it. I think we've all done that. And I know myself. Like, I'll go through my feed and I'm like, oh, here's my entertainment for today. Someone being salty and bitter. <laughs> well, that's what I said about Facebook, right? There's those analytics that show that the most traffic you're going to get on a post is when it's something that upsets people or mm-hmm. when it's negative, when it's drama-based no one wants to, everyone wants to talk about what a fucking harsh world it is and how ugly of a world it is, but nobody wants to acknowledge the good. You know what I mean? It doesn't get the kind of traffic that the negative does. Yeah. Because everybody wants to fucking bask in somebody else's misfortune. It makes them feel better about their situations no. rather than improving their situation. Yeah, the people just be like, oh, at least that's not me. Yeah, let me get off on your fucking misfortune. That's why I always tell people, man, don't post your bullshit on social media because, you know, 80% of people don't care and 20% are glad it's you and not them. Yeah, it's just, why why do that? Why put others down and be like, oh, at least that's not me? It's just not. Just cut them out of your fucking life if they're so toxic and move on. Exactly. That's what I do. I cut ties like a motherfucker. And you know what? Your life has improved greatly. Absolutely. Since you started doing that. You've cut quite a few people from your life. And I've personally noticed a big change for the better. I mean, you're my best friend. So Hmm. you're going to fucking be straight up with me and tell me the truth. Mm -hmm. And you're going to see it just as much as anyone else. Yeah. And it's just. Brianna said the same thing. She's like, I see it. 
Alexa said the same thing. Like, the more you cut people out of your life, the fucking better mood you're in. Oh, absolutely. Or it's just this their same bullshit day in and day out where you just roll your eyes and you're like, oh, God, again? Like, okay, this is not funny anymore. It's It's sad, really. And it's just like... My God, get some help. What is wrong with you? It's so funny. I remember Alexa saying to me that um, she's like, I struggle to cut people out of my life when they should be cut out. And then you are fucking the contrast. You're fucking Edward Scissorhands over there just fucking bye-bye. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It's so true. It's just out you go to the point where, like, honestly, on fucking social media, on Facebook, my homepage nine times out of ten fucking says... Add some friends to get some things showing up here <laughs> to see like, what's going on. Oh, my God. Because my friends list is so fucking minimal that Facebook treats it like I ain't got no damn friends. <laughs> They're like, but I don't want to have any friends. No, fuck that. I ain't adding people just to have my fucking timeline filled up with bullshit and drama. Mm-hmm. Or <laughs> my personal favorite, people selling shit you're not interested in. Yeah, their pyramid my- schemes. Oh, my God. Just yeah. stop. Can we just establish that right now? I know it's totally off topic, but mm-hmm. when you're in a little fucking MLM scheme or fucking some pyramid scheme, please stop fucking telling people that you're self-employed and have your own business because it's an insult to motherfuckers that have their own business. You did not do any of the work. You are fucking making someone else money if you're making anything at all. So let's start with this fucking I'm self-employed and independent shit. It's a fucking pyramid scheme cash grab where the founder of it is getting money and you're getting hosed. And it's, you know what? You're just a representative. Try fucking risking everything you have to start your own business before you fucking start saying you're self-employed. And to be honest, a lot of times it should really only be considered a side hustle. If that. If that, yeah. Don't fucking tell me, oh, I work for Avon. I'm self-employed. I got some fucking news for you. That's not your own business, bro. No, you're a representative. You sell the product for someone else. You're a sheep that they fucking put out there. Like the drug mule for the big cartel saying I'm self-employed. I got some fucking bad news for you. No, you're not. You're Please collateral damage. Like Avon. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You're collateral fucking damage. If you go tits up bankrupt and lose your house because you thought that was employment, do you think Avon gives a fuck? They're not fucking bailing you out. Nope. Nor do they fucking care, because they're not going to lose their money. Nope, and they're not losing sleep at night either. So So that applies to whatever your little pyramid scheme is, so stop fucking saying you're self-employed. That drives me nuts. Yep, like I said, I really only understand it if it's like, you know, you're doing it as a side gig. Then call it that, Exactly, or like I have a, you know... A friend, she just had a baby, so she's on mat leave, but she still has her career, and exactly. she's doing it as a side and thing. And there's nothing wrong with that, exactly. but she's not fucking saying, I'm self-employed and independent. No. Yeah, okay. No. Fuck out of here. It's just, well, she's off on maternity leave, making exactly. some extra cash. And again, nothing wrong with that. But to be like, oh, I own my own business. Uh, Avon was not founded by you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Got some bad fucking news coming your way. That shit has been established and will keep on going. When your ass is broke and tits up and can't fucking afford to live, they're still going to do fine. So that's obviously not your business, is it? Nope. They're going to do fine with or without you. It's just insulting to people that put everything on the fucking line. 
to start their own business. Mm -hmm. Because if it's not successful, they are fucked. They can't pay their rent or their mortgage or fucking eat, you know, eat or provide for their fucking family. But they have that faith in their business that this is going to work. That's a gamble that you have to take to make your business fucking take off. And your little pyramid schemes, you know nothing about that. Yep. It's just, oh my gosh. Like, so basically at the end of the day, don't group yourself with those people that risk everything they got for their business and their product that they created and they believe it's the equivalent to saying, Oh, I quit smoking, but you're vaping. You traded one fucking habit for another. Let's, Stop bullshitting people, honestly. Mm -hmm. Anyways, I don't want to get into that. Fucking, that's way off base. That's way off topic. (laughs) But birthdays for me, uh, I I don't do the cake thing. I just, uh, I don't like the sugar. No. I just, I get more into the fucking introspective, look at how far you've come. And it's not always blowing sunshine and rainbows up your own ass. It's kind of like, okay, here's still what needs to be improved. Mm -hmm. But look how much you've done. Which shows you can fucking work on those things, too. So, I don't know. Maybe I need to work on not calling people to fuck out so much. Well, maybe. Then again, maybe they deserve it, so. Well, we need someone to be the mediator. and Someone needs to be honest. And I think you're the perfect one, so maybe don't give that job title up yet. I don't think that's going to change. <laughs> I think that's just who I am mm-hmm. and how I'm programmed. Um, so... I don't think that's going anywhere. Perfect. But um, I don't know. I just, I look back at a lot of things and I cringe at some of the shit and I'm like, fuck, I was dumb. Mm. But then it kind of makes you like, man, you fucking really became somebody else. And that's cool. It is. So I don't know. It's a good thing in a way. It's a positive fucking retrospective look, I guess. Well, it's just a moment of positive refl- reflection and growth, really. I think, yeah, I think you should fucking be able to look back on, you know, your high school days and shit and cringe and be like, wow, that was dumb. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mm-hmm. think that's important because if you look back at it and you still agree with all of it, you're an idiot. Mm-hmm. You haven't changed a bit. You have not improved at all. You exactly. haven't grown. You haven't grown at all if you fucking look back at that shit and see nothing wrong. I have to absolutely agree with you. The harder you cringe, the more you've grown as Mm -hmm. a a human being. And you know what the best way (laughs) to go about that and help you realize that is when you get those lovely, oh, this many years ago, you posted this and you look at it, you're like, what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah, but that's where you were at at that time Exactly. So you have to understand that too. Mm -hmm, So there's that balance. It is, but it's just like you said, it's always a perfect time for self-reflection and to see how far you've come and grown. Absolutely, because, I mean, you know, to me, again, it's not like New Year's, you know, where you're going to look back at all the fucking promises you made for that year Mm -hmm. that you may or may not have accomplished uh, sticking to, Mm -hmm. but it's the age thing. It's like, wow, at 27, I was fucking up. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? For me, at 27, I was drinking myself to death. I didn't want to be here. I didn't fucking care about myself. Man. Well, it's like if I look back at myself at 19 and versus 29, I'm like, I was not mature. And I was unfortunately that young kid that I know everything in that. I was just arrogant. I think we all go through that. Mm-hmm. And it's just now, at least I can look back and be like, wow, at least I'm not that person. I it know It starts better. when you're a teenager, you can't be told nothing. Mm-hmm. And then when you hit your 20s, you think, well, I'm an adult. I fucking know everything. Mm. 
And then try having a kid at that age, too. Like, when you're fucking 19 and you have your first kid and you think you fucking are so grown and know everything and you're just fucking up left, right, and center. You, you are, and you're just still a kid, you know, You're yourself. a kid trying to deal with your traumas and trying to raise a kid. And, and find your works. place in this world. And it never fucking works. No, but... And then you're dealing with, you know, the mother who's younger than you that's still trying to figure their life out. And it's just like, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you're going to make a lot of mistakes along the way. Absolutely. That's what being young is. And, you know, but to hold grudges and shit, I think is just not productive. And it's not healthy. It's not. It's not productive. It's not healthy. It's getting nobody nowhere. And, you know, but that's my view. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, mm. But, you know, I just don't think grudges are fucking useful in any way i don't think they're good for anyone no they really aren't so and i will say i'm personally guilty of not letting things go oh i know and you call me out that all the time (laughs) that's what friends do yeah and even my own mother will sometimes be like really like come on let it go let it go but i'm like that's just me but hey like i said i'm still growing every day and so are you we all are that's the point i think you have to be conscious about that and make it a point Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and just wake up with an attitude of gratitude every day and fucking treat yourself better take care of your body and the mind you know will follow absolutely physical health goes hand with mental health. yes a a healthy body is a healthy mind Mm -hmm. and mentally i think i'm in a better place than i've ever been in because i've been taking care of my body for years and i feel better i'm fucking you know and you focused on your own mental health too Absolutely. and making that better. So. Right? And letting all the negative go and just kind of laughing at the fucking stupidity of the negative. And the trolls. And <laughs> the fucking, you know, the grudge holders and shit. It just legitimately cracks me up. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I shake my head. And, you know, you're kind of my sounding board. This is my best friend. And I come to you and I'm like, what in the fuck am I even supposed to, like, think of that? <laughs> like, honestly, I don't know how to react to it. It's so fucking nonsensical. Oh, my God. I know some of the stuff you come to me with. I'm just st- sitting there like, what the actual fuck? It's like, after all these years, somebody still has something to fucking say about me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't even mention their name because I don't even give them a second thought. Or the time of day. And here they are. I've had them blocked for, like, fucking years. And it's like, really? Yeah. Still? Oh, yeah. They, people, once in a while, I find, like to poke their ugly heads out and see what's going on. It's crazy. It's, it's like, I don't know when the fuck I became the center of your universe, but it's kind of sad. Yeah, or they actually stopped, thought about you, and right. actually went out of their way it's, it's like, like i assure you that i want no part of the space in your head that i'm taking up rent free i never asked for it you nor know do I mean? you want it no nor do i want it you should just let it go mm-hmm. but each their own right well what can you do i mean i can't stop people but i'm not going to reciprocate and mm-hmm. i'm not going to fucking feed the fire i'll talk about it on the show again because then people can relate and they'll be like cool i'm not the only one and Mm -hmm. maybe it'll help them react better to it rather than feed the fire and you know hate begets more hate right yeah so you don't want that no it's not healthy for anyone Mm -mm. it's not productive and the world's got enough of it so why contribute absolutely you know be the change people you know don't be a hypocrite and bitch about something and then do it too. 
You know what I'm saying? And don't preach about all the negativity in the world and then feed into that negativity with more negativity. Because then you're not a fucking solution. You're part of the problem. So, fuck Amen. It. You know, just let it go. Because exactly. it only hurts you. You know what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. more you argue, the more they think they're right. The more fucking you put out some kind of passionate fucking, you know, counter-argument, the more they think that they're justified because you put so much energy into your response. Mm-hmm. And you that's all gave they, in. That's all they see. They don't listen to understand. They listen to react. So. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Um, just don't bother. Fuck it. Don't give them the power. Take it away. And, uh, you know, do something like this more constructive and just put it out there for other people. So then they realize they're not the only ones that have to deal with that crap Mm -hmm. and tell them to deal with it in a better way. And maybe things will change. Absolutely. Or maybe they won't. I don't know. Well, all we could do is just hope for the best and be better than we were yesterday. Absolutely. You know, we're never going to be perfect. But uh, as long as we never stop trying to be better, I guess. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Anyways, I'm going to wrap this up. I ain't getting any younger. (laughs) (laughs) I do feel like I should be yelling at kids to stay off my damn lawn so well now i'm purposely gonna go out and walk on your lawn and wait for you to yell at me now you <laughs> son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> all right man i'll catch your asses later yeah we'll see you next time thanks for spending my birthday with me man peace out <laughs>